Hi, this is Hugh Greenwood from the North Melbourne Footy Club, and you're listening to another episode of the Hashtag Kangaroos Podcast. Here is your host, Dean Basich. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Vasic. You can find me on X at hashtag Kangas, Instagram hashtag Kangaroos Podcast, TikTok hashtag Kangaroos One. So tonight I am joined by AFLW superstar forward Kate Sheilor. Now Kate is in her first year at the club, but I want to get an idea of her football journey as well as preview the game, or the preview the final coming up against Melbourne on Sunday. So there was a little bit to go through. Um, I was really curious because um, she's had an interesting football journey. It hasn't always been easy for her. She did get delisted by the Carlton Blues uh, at the end of 2018, but um, in the end uh, came to St Kilda in 2020 during the COVID year. I, 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 uh, I gather... You all remember that year when, uh, yeah, the season was called off uh, prematurely uh, because of uh, COVID coming through and there were was no premiership winner. So, yeah, it was interesting. And she um, talked about her journey at St Kilda as well as uh, how she ended up uh, North Melbourne. So let's not waste any more of your valuable time and bring on Kate Sheila right now. Today, I welcome to the show North Melbourne AFLW superstar forward and the girl that is the missing link to our premiership this year in Kate Shearlaw. No pressure there, Kate. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. And since it is your first year at the club, how have you settled in after the big move from St Kilda this season? Thanks, Dean. That's huge wraps, but I'll take it. Um, yeah, um, thanks for having me. Um, I've, I've loved being part of the North um, AFLW team this year, first year. Um, I feel like I've been... Been around for a couple of years. Um, I've settled in really nicely and the girls have been unreal, as have the staff and the club as a whole. So, yeah, really, really loving it. No, that sounds good. So I might go back and forth here, Kate, because that's how my brain works. I always go back. But uh, but let's go back to the start and all the way back. Where did your football journey begin? Yeah, I've got a bit of a random story, but um, I used to play basketball and athletics back in Adelaide and I think I was about 25 and I decided to move to London to sort of travel and work um, and started playing footy over in London, which is really random, like, like very social. Um, the league's not very good, but um, yeah, one of my friends over there played or had, had a background in footy in Melbourne and she was getting drafted by Carlton or the Bulldogs in the inaugural draft. And she was speaking to the recruiters and um said, I've got a tall friend you should have a look at. And at that stage, you needed rookies who'd never played footy before on your list at the start. So I was randomly lucky enough to get picked up by Carlton in that first year. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah, very late uh, start to your career. You also also uh, played a little bit of cricket, didn't you? Oh, yeah, very, very early days played cricket, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, no, you would have been a handy fast bowler with your tall height. So, yeah, who did you uh, follow growing up as far as AFL teams go? Uh, I was a Carlton supporter, actually. Um, so I sort of started following it when Carlton were actually good and haven't seen much success since then. So that'll teach me for jumping on the bandwagon. But, yeah, Carlton was my team. Oh, okay. And who were some of the role models uh, following Carlton back then? Um, I was a big Kuda Fides fan. Um, so he was my – yeah, he was my number one, I guess. Okay, yeah, no, that's uh, that's not a bad uh, role model. So yeah, no, he was a very, very good uh, footballer, very humble individual. Bit of, bit as well. of jazz, bit of jazz Garner about him, I reckon. 
Oh, I think Jace Garner had, had him covered. So, yeah. yeah fair, fair I, I don't fair. know if he got three AFLW Coaches Awards. So, yeah. Um, that is very true. <laughs> yeah, no, all good. Uh, now, you start your AFLW career at Carlton, the team that you, you supported, and two years in, you were told that your services are no longer required. Uh, how hard was it that to take at the time? Um, yeah, very, very hard. I remember um, being called into the to the meeting and I just burst into tears because um, I just had I just had a feeling that like I just wasn't ready to or I hadn't reached my potential. So I just sort of had that frustration and um, disappointment at the same time. But also probably yeah, probably took me about you know about a month to sort of sit on that um, sadness before I you know realized reflected properly and realized I had a lot of work to do. And, lot of areas I needed to improve in so it was kind of a good um kick up the bum in a way to sort of get me to get me to work did the club when they obviously uh called you in sort of said look you're you're not going to be on the list anymore did they sort of uh explain to you why that what was uh behind the decision like they sort of said all right you got to kind of work on this and then you might be able to come back or anything like that or was it just uh no it was actually um it was actually a really positive meeting which makes it probably harder um you hear all the, I heard all the things like you're a great teammate, um, you're going to be really hard to replace culturally, um, this and that, like a lot of good stuff um, and not much to really work on because I think once they sort of get rid of you and they don't have you in their plans, they don't really want to have any sort of hard, harder conversations. They try to like, yeah, cuddle, put their arms around you a little bit at the same time. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I'm sure it's just as hard uh, for them to tell someone that, um, you know, that uh, you're not on a list anymore. It's, uh, it's probably one of the hardest things. Um, I will think uh, a list manager or a coach or whoever it is that makes that decision um, has to has to do so. Yeah, but um, yeah. And 2019, you you didn't play uh, AFLW, did you? Nah, nah. Didn't get so I put my name in the draft and didn't get didn't get picked up by any of the Melbourne teams. So um, again, had to like yeah, really reflect on keep working on my game in the VFL and um, yeah, just just keep keep chipping away. Um, yeah. To try and try and get another go. And, and where did you go in two thousand nineteen? You said VFLW. Which uh, team uh, did you go to there? Um, so it was a weird weird time back then. So Carlton, when when I got delisted by Carlton, the VFL um, season was still running. So I was still playing VFL for Carlton. And I, so then I moved to oh. Darabin, which like a lot of my friends, Darcy Vesio and a few of my other friends were playing at Darabin. I just thought I'd go. I'll go there, play with my friends, and try to enjoy my footy. Um, finished the season out there and then I moved the next year I moved to Saints um, VFL team because I knew they were coming into the um, A4W landscape the following year so I thought that was my best best opportunity to get back onto a list. No, it worked out pretty well and you know 2020 obviously I think you're about 27, 28 years old back then are you or maybe even yeah. older? Yeah, what yeah, about, so- yeah, about that. Yeah, and you get a reprieve and get an opportunity with St Kilda. And it's a bit of a strange year, that one, with the whole COVID thing and the season coming to a halt without a premiership team. But you must be proud of yourself to not only come back to St Kilda and, you know, you know get your AFLW career back on track, but end up being captain of the club, winning the goal-kicking award and the best and fairest only last year as well. That's pretty good resilience, and you must be really proud of yourself for that. Yeah, I, I guess that's probably, like, I sort of reflected on it in my 50th game the other week. Um been a long, long sort of winding journey for me, ups and downs. But um, resilience is probably the one thing that I've I can hang my hat on, and I owe a lot to Peter Sell who gave me that opportunity at Saints. Because all you need, a lot of players need, is just some someone who believes in them. And she believed in me from the start, and sort of gave me that confidence. And I think, 
as I continued to grow my game and the confidence that came with it, um, that sort of helped a lot. And yeah, I owe a lot to her as well. Oh, very good. Uh, and you would have worked a little bit with Nick Del Siano as well. Yeah, I had a car maybe two or th yeah two I think two seasons under Dow. Um, so yeah, he he was also good. I'd probably a bit more of an established um, player by the time he came in. So he gave me a lot of leeway, like confidence and leeway in terms of you know on field leadership. I could sort of move if I wanted to go behind the ball. He sort of yeah ha gave me the levers to to sort of play to my strengths in in different game situations. Was there, was there a game in particular, like uh, going back when you were at St Kilda, that you thought, oh, this is a breakout game I, I, I've, I've got now and that, that uh, gave you the confidence to keep going? Because the yeah, last couple of seasons St Kilda were very good, weren't they? Yeah, I think um, actually funnily, funnily enough it was Arden Street um, round two 2021. I reckon that was my, my game when I've, I've really felt like I belong because playing against a good team I managed to take a few contested marks and around the ground and just felt, yeah, that's the, I walked off that ground that day. I remember thinking, yeah, finally, like I, I've been doing it training, but to be able to actually do it at the top level, like gave me a lot of confidence. It's funny. I was at that game that, that day and I remember you, but I didn't, didn't know who you were at the time, obviously. And I remember you yeah, going around the ground because you played a little bit in the ruck that game too, didn't you? Yeah, I was often back up ruck at Saints, so... Played mainly as a forward, but definitely um, pinched it in the ruck when needed. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that's funny how that's uh, it's gone full circle. But uh, in saying that, it must have been a tough decision to leave them after they gave you an opportunity when no one else would at the time, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, one of the hardest decisions to make. Like, I've I've been scrapping for an opportunity and um, working my butt off, but um, yeah, I, I guess like there's a whole lot of things that go into it. Um, on-field success is just only one, like, one little part of it. Um, but, you know, close, a lot closer to home, get to play with M. Um, there's, yeah, a whole lot of different things that it sort of worked out that was the right thing for me at the time. And I'm definitely, um, definitely happy with what, I, what decision I came to. Yeah, no, it's worked out pretty well, I think, uh, from, a, from my own uh, selfish point of view. But, uh, yeah, I mean, did, how, how was that uh, yeah, meeting or uh, talking to like when you when you went to the club and sort of said, look, I'm, I want to go to North Melbourne, um, you know, and did, how did they take it? And uh, have you still got uh, – because you build relationships over a long period of time. It's not it's not as easy just saying, all right, I'll just go to another AFL club. It's like leaving a job. It is difficult. So, yeah, I mean, how did uh, St Kilda take that? Um, yeah, definitely telling my teammates was the hardest part because, yeah. as you said, like the connections, I've still got – some of my best friends are still there. But mainly um, – mainly a lot of support um, could see could see like at the stage I am at my with my career um, and sort of where I was sort of out with footy and the, the commute and stuff like that I think um, yeah there was just a lot of support and that I'd sort of earned the right to um, yeah choose where I finish and and yeah that's they've been really really friendly and nice to me um, obviously very tough and hard to tell the club but also got a, got a manager to help to help with those conversations but I had no bad blood um, and it, to my face anyway so um, <laughs> it's actually been yeah it's been pretty good and, and Saints have managed to manage to get in some big names as well so I think they'll they'll be fine in the long run yeah no well, they, they finished off the year really well I think they might have lost their first three games but uh, they finished quite strong and just missed out on finals um, with percentage so and you, you played them round one this year how was that um, was it you know uh, was it uh, a game that uh, you're looking forward to, or is it a bit of a you know like uh, a bit of a surreal moment going against uh, 
players you played against not only a few months before. Yeah, it, it was. When I saw the fixture, I thought, oh, of course, of course, we've got to around one. Um, North haven't played St Kilda for two, two or three seasons. Yeah. so. Um, but, yeah, no, it was it was a mixture. It was like the excitement. I knew being in a good team, um, I was really excited by that um, to get to, with my first opportunity to play with some really special players. And, um, yeah, like I ended up playing on Bianca Jacobson, who's one of my best friends, and that was, that was strange. She was tight tagging me all the whole game so that was an interesting one and we we both reflect like laughed about it after the game like you know whatever happened on the game you know stays stays on the game and we move on but um neither of us sort of yeah we didn't really say anything or you know get into any niggles so it was weird it was a weird feeling but um very happy to very happy to get the win um and move on yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, no, it's obviously a really tough test for your first uh, first round. But uh, like you like you've said, you had pretty good resilience over the course of your, you know, your last few years anyway. So yeah, no, and full credit to you, you played a pretty good game that one too. So yeah, well, we obviously moved forward to North Melbourne, and I'm guessing Emma Carney uh, would have been a big reason for your decision coming over as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, she's probably been. I know from the initial list build in 2019, she was she's been in the air a little bit of the staff at North. When I didn't get picked up, um, yeah, just trying to sort of get me over. Um, but then I was really settled at Saints and it wasn't until this year that, yeah, it was really like pushed and we we chatted a lot about actually making it happen and the club asked her whether, you know, to be all right, how she would cope with it, playing with her partner and um, she was excited by it as, as I was. So it kind of worked out well um, and it's pretty special to be able to play. Again, same as... Same as your Jazzes and your Ash and Jenners and Talia and Kingy, all these sort of players, it's pretty special to be able to play with. Um, one, she's um, an elite elite player on the field, but, yeah, obviously my partner and I get to see her around, around the football environment and how she goes about her business there as well, which is cool. Yeah, no, that's, I'm glad it's worked out. Was she trying to – were you over for a couple of years there or was it just um, just pretty much uh, this off-season, all right, let's, let's get this happening? Um, well, I think she she's been pretty keen on it, but I I don't know. I'm not sure North was super keen um, oh, for a while, and I was pretty settled at Saints. So it wasn't until yeah until this year that it sort of opened up as an opportunity. Mm, no, fair enough. Uh, just on that, you, now you played against uh, Emma a couple of years ago in 2021. Now she's known as a player that doesn't mind a word out there. Did she ever sledge you having a shot at goal or anything like that? I can't remember if you had a shot at goal that game or anything. Um, um, not in the not. Not when she's been at North. She's she's settled her she's settled down quite a lot since she's been the captain. Um, I know, yeah, she gets the reputation from her days at the Bulldogs, but um, yeah, she's definitely settled down a lot at North Melbourne. No, fair enough. Yeah, no, it's uh, nothing. Yeah, nothing wrong with a, a little bit of a word out there, anyway. So yeah, yeah no, she loves she loves it. Yeah, no, oh, she's she gets a bit of white wine fever. It's fair to say, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, now we'll go to your football at the club, and you must be happy with your own personal form. I mean, 10 goals, so just over a goal a game. Marks and tackles at a career high as well, as a number of other stats. It's a pretty good first year, isn't it, on uh, quick reflection? Yeah, it's an interesting one because I've got pretty high standards of myself, and I'd say I've been okay and pretty consistent. I don't think I've had too, too many poor games, but. Um, none that have sort of really set the world on fire. So sort of I'm happy with the consistency and um, just trying to, yeah, fit into a new system and play with new players has been, yeah, part of the part of the challenge but very exciting at the same time. Yeah, I just feel like I've got a 
definitely got another level to to go to and hopefully hopefully first finals we can um I can you know step it up a notch and then even next year hopefully go to another level as well Oh, no, that sounds good. I like hearing those uh, confident words there, Kate. I'm, uh, yeah, no, that would be good if you can get it going uh, this week. Uh, now, we secured third spot uh, last weekend and a big final coming up against the Demons. Um, they beat us well a couple of weeks ago, but there were some lessons there, Kate. I'm sure Croc and the team have gone through that with you. Do you go in uh, confident we can beat them? Oh, 100%. Um, more, a lot more confident, I think, than we've ever been um, I think for, for us, the response that we got the following week is probably what's given us the most confidence. And I think the Melbourne game um, was very un-North Melbourne. Um, we didn't show up, to be to be quite honest. Um, didn't play our style. We, we're the number one contest team in the league, I think, and we just, yeah, we didn't show up in the contest against Melbourne. And we showed against Adelaide that when we do play that style, um, we can, yeah, we can match it and play our styles for longer um, and harder. So very excited to sort of, yeah, get another goal at them, I think. Um, and I think the Adelaide game has, yeah, really given us a lot of confidence. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean, there were some, yeah, uh, hard lessons, I guess, you know, in, in that game against the Ds. And like you said, we sort of went a, win, uh, went a bit away from the way we like to play and uh, got sucked into the way they want to play. But did you learn a little bit from the Lions over the weekend, who are outstanding, by the way, that, Oh, yeah, if we do this, we can not only match them, but really put the clamps on. I thought their forward half pressure, Brisbane, on the weekend was outstanding. Yeah, um, their, their pressure across the whole ground was elite. Um, and when and I, I guess when it, it just shows you when any team brings that, um, it doesn't matter how good the opposition is, you can really stunt, stunt what they're trying to do. And I think that, that'll be our main aim against Melbourne is, yeah, pressure and um, contest and um, intensity around the ball, a lot, of, a lot more energy. Um, we were very flat when we played them. So um, I think the, yeah, our, our footprint is the Adelaide game and hopefully we can, um, yeah, show that again. No, yeah, that's uh, that sounds uh, really positive. Are you surprised about the time slot, like 3 or 4, 3.05 on a, a Sunday afternoon? I thought they might have do, done uh, Saturday night at Icon Park, but, um, yeah, are you surprised by that? Yeah, I am a little bit, um, especially the two Melbourne games, well, the Victorian games being in, on the Sunday, uh, yeah, people who can't get to both games. Um, we don't really mind the Sunday because we've played pretty much every week we've yeah. played Sunday. So it kind of suits us um, and it gives us a nice break from the Bulldogs game to really freshen up. But, yeah, it's, it is not not ideal for, um, I guess, primetime viewership, I think. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I think uh, there was a lot of complaints about it too uh, as far as uh, online uh, goes. But, um, yeah, look, it worked out pretty well for me because I'm absolutely uh, fully booked out uh, till Sunday afternoon, so I'll be able to get down to the game, which is uh, good uh, from a selfish point of view. So, are, you a good yeah. luck, are, you, are you a good luck charm? Uh, I, uh, geez, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, go. Yeah, yeah, well, if you win... Uh, yeah, we can say I am, but uh, if we lose, uh, forget about me then. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah. uh, we'll uh, see how we go. Uh, it's obviously good to play at Icon Park rather than that shithole at Casey Fields as well. Oh, 100%. No one, no one likes going to Casey Fields, even the Melbourne girls, I think, is what I've heard. So Icon Park's beautiful ground. Um, it's in ripping nick. So, yeah, really, really um, excited to get out there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it is a very good ground and uh, good to watch football as well and uh, yeah. watch uh, you kick a, a few snags. That'll be that'll be even better. Now, Kate, I have some fun questions for you to finish off with, uh, if you're happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Hit me. Yeah, uh, Funniest teammate? 
Um, we've got quite a few, but I'd probably go with Talia Randall. Um, yeah, very rogue, um, very confident um, person, but so, so funny. Oh, fair enough. Um, I don't know if you've been at the club long enough to find out who the cheapest teammate is. Yeah, definitely um, Ash Riddell. <laughs> well, I had her on the other day and she wasn't happy that everyone named her. So there's been about seven people. She's got a spreadsheet for everything and, um, yeah, she controls her partner's, everything her partner spends as well to make sure that they're they're not going over their limit. Oh, gee, that's that's another level. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's fair enough. She didn't mention that when I had her on uh, last week. So, yeah, no, there you go. Uh, toughest teammate? Oh, this is another one I, I, I could say so many of our team. Um, I'd say pound for pound, um, Erica O'Shea. Um, yeah, she's she's quite strong, isn't she? She, is she doesn't have an extra body fat. Tough as nails. Yep. The Irish, breed, the Irish breed them different. I don't know what, what they drink or what, but she has no. tough as nails. Yeah, we had a player, like you obviously wouldn't have met her, Vicky Wall, last year, um, but she's very strong too. She's like, uh, yeah, a real bull, like a Cameron Zerha light um, for, yeah. in the hotel. So, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, I don't know what it is about the Irish. I don't know if it's the, the Guinness they drink, but, um, yeah, that's, they're very strong girls. Uh, your nickname and why? Um, my nickname's pretty boring, but it's Shields. Um, Sheila or Shields. Um, I get I get squeal or a bit because I squeal, um, but yeah, mainly shields. Okay, squeal. I like that one. Uh, yeah. I'll try and remember that. Um, best fashion sense. Best fashion sense. I um, maybe Mia King. Um, she's a bit of a trendy sort of kid, but um, sometimes it's sometimes it hits, but sometimes it doesn't. But I I think more more often than not, she yeah she nails it. No, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, she has been mentioned a couple of times. Uh, worst fashion sense. Um, well, they've got there's a little crew of the all the young alternative girls. So Sophia McCarthy, Alice O'Loughlin, Eliza Shannon, and Mia King sometimes, but they're all they think they're pretty cool with their alternative op shop sort of vibe. Um, which yeah, <laughs> so someone from my from my era doesn't really um yeah doesn't really resonate with me, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're only a few years older than really. I mean, you're, you're only in your early 30s, so, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just a different, like, it's different these yeah. days, the kids, like, what they wear. But, yeah, you're up. Yeah, oh, very different. Yeah, I have seen it, so, yeah. Uh, best singing voice at the club? I'm um, going Mia King again. Um, Gav, Ellie Gavalis would probably like to say her, but um, they had a, actually had a sing-off the other day, and I, I think uh, Mia King wins that one. Okay, a lot of people have said Ali Gavala, so yeah, good that uh, you've gone somewhere different there. Uh, who looks at their muscles in the gym when working out? Talia Randall. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard Kim Talia. Rennie before. Kim Rennie, yeah, Kim Rennie would. Um, Talia Randall flexes more than anyone I've seen, I reckon. Okay, fair enough. Okay, <laughs> and just one more. Now you work with Sam Wright, don't you? Yep, definitely. And has he ever mentioned his intercept mark to you girls from the elimination final against Essendon that turned the game around from being 33 points down? You know what? I reckon that might be the one one thing from his footy career that he hasn't mentioned. Um, oh, really? No, I don't think I've heard that one. Maybe because maybe it's been mentioned in the past, but he he does mention a lot a lot of other things that he's done, and even in his he's play, he's been playing in local footy and he you know racks up the touches and he doesn't mind mentioning it or showing highlights the, you know in the meetings the following week oh right oh jesus christ yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, 
Now, I heard that he used it in a quarter-time huddle when we were down that he said, a game can change with little moments like the elimination final against the Bombers where I took an intercept mark. But so obviously, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not true. Oh, yeah. that, that must have been last year when I wasn't around. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, well, Kate, any messages for the members this weekend? Oh, just get down to Icon Park. We need we need as many North people as we can. Melbourne had pretty big crowd last time we played them, so it'd be nice to get some blue and white in the crowd and some noise for us. So, yeah, get down. I reckon it'll be a really, really, really good game. Yeah, oh, definitely will be. Uh, 3.05 p.m. at Icon Park. Um, thank the Lord, like we said, for not for not being at Casey Fields. I think that's a blessing. Uh, get down and support the girls because it makes a difference, doesn't it, Kate? Oh, it's almost like a seventies player. It makes a bigger difference than people probably realise. I think, yeah, it gives us another, yeah, I don't know how you measure it, but, yeah, it, it, it makes us walk a lot taller, that's for sure. Yeah, I remember um, a, a soccer manager about 30 or 40 years ago, Nigel Clough, or, uh, or one of the, Brian Clough it was, and he says, uh, the supporters are the oxygen players breathe. So, yep. yeah, it's, that's yeah good, it's, that's definitely a good way to put it. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it makes a, it makes a big difference. So, yeah, definitely get down and support and, um, yeah, get uh, behind Kate Shield or taking a big hanger. Uh, well, Kate, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, actually, and all the best for this week and the rest of the finals. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for so much for having me, Dean. Loved, loved my time here. And, um, yeah, go Roos. So thank you very much to Kate Sheila for coming on once again. Uh, good luck to the girls this Sunday. Make sure to get down, uh, support the girls if you can. Uh, we hope to get a ripping crowd and, yeah, no, hopefully uh, we can uh, get through. Demons do have a few uh, injury concerns. They do have a couple of players out, so which is not a bad thing. So um, there was some doubt um, over... Uh, Paxman as well. So, yeah, I'm just going to go through the teams now, actually, while I've uh, got it. Uh, well, I'm just about to open up. So, yeah. So, Lulu Puller and Mia King have come back into the team. Uh, Mia King straight in. It's an extended bench this week. So, I mean, we've got Liz McGrath, Lucy Burke, uh, Lulu Puller um, uh, on the interchange bench. So, yeah, I mean, might as well forget Liz McGrath or Lucy Burke. They won't get named. So on the bench is Tess Craven, Nicole Bresnahan, Jenna Bruton, Nima Martin, Lulu Puller, Liz McGrath, Ruby Tripodi, and Lucy Burke. So I think Tripodi and Martin might be the two that go out there for Lulu Puller and Mia King. But uh, we'll know the teams tomorrow evening. Uh, the Demons do have a couple of players out. So no Ree Watt or Casey Sheriff for them. Um, Paxi Paxman has been named, but uh, there was a little bit of doubt uh, with hamstring soreness. So you never know. She might be late withdrawal. But, um, yeah, look, a great opportunity for the girls this week. Um, no injuries whatsoever, really. I mean, I think, uh, you know, a couple of little ones. But, uh, yeah, nothing too major from our best team. So, yeah, a very settled team. So a good opportunity to bounce back and, uh, yeah, really, um, yeah, get uh yeah what we want to get um and that's the win against uh the demons this week so hopefully we can get that anyways uh i'll be back probably monday to review the performance against uh the demons on sunday so good luck to the girls once again i'll be with uh Claire Cozzy to talk about that so yeah look out for that episode and that's pretty much it so tonight, I will leave a shout-out to Jasmine Garner, who won her third AFLW Coaches Award 
today. Uh, got announced today. So full credit to her. Um, yeah, she's an absolute star of the competition on and off the field. Um, couldn't say yeah a bad word about her. She's um, yeah f- fantastic young girl. Like like all of them are really. I've had a number of them on now, and Case being the latest one. And yeah, it's uh, yeah you you can't help but uh, hope that uh, yeah uh, through an emotional attachment by myself that uh, these girls uh, really get the premiership they deserve. Anyways, that's it. Get down on Sunday. So so that's it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'll keep saying it. Uh, bye for now, and go Roos.